serious. You, if you're gonna, you gotta expand your horizons a little bit and, and take a, a chance. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? I'd have to wear a dress. So, big deal. How's that gonna change your life? What I are you protecting, honestly? My ball sack. I don't know. It's <laughs> like so Roy did it. He got famous. Yes, Roy wore a dress at the Super Bowl yeah. and on his Twitch stream, and now he's a Twitch partner and world famous. That's what so. I said earlier, yeah. He embraced it, and it didn't kill him. made him more famous. All right. You might be known for something other than... Why do you hate money, things. Craig? I love money. He likes money, but he doesn't like to bet unless it's a sure thing, so it's not betting. That's not betting. Sorry. You know? It's okay. It's, it's, it's fine. Oh, I, I think... Rick, come on, back up, because I, I think you're you're. Um, we were engaged a few weeks ago when I didn't propose to you. Say what? Keep going. What the hell just happened? Just keep going. I don't remember where Jesus. I was. Oh, 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 oh. When Tiger and Phil played that, with um, Brady and Peyton, uh-huh. the NFL just naturally comes, right? I mean, it, it's just, don't smirk at that. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> to license it. Kick butt. They have a wine room. Wine room. Stop laughing at I, me. Typical alumni. And you guys have no patience for anything. Out. Bad of an annihilating annihilation annihil a, a beating a beating. <laughs> I thought you were gonna try and pull out colonoscopy again. I guess there are certain limits to me. I don't care what PETA thinks. Why do you hate money? I love money. I like money. That's one flawed guy. Well, well, well. Good morning. It is 8.08 on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The ticket. It's Saturday morning, January 15th. And that's the day. That's the time. You have the tee box. Starting our 28th year, I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the new issue. You can get it in your favorite uh, golf courses or PGA Tour Superstores. What's up, uh, America? And we are broadcasting today from our stacked office of stuff here in Las Vegas. It is stacked because I got stuff for our next AG event. Mm-hmm. We've got golf balls over the all over the place because of the passbook. Mm-hmm. We got the memberships for the Texas Junior Golf Tour are all up and ready to go, and we got stuff for them all over the place. It's a hodgepodge of greatness. That's what that is. Yeah. So we'll be here for the next couple hours uh, before we mix with uh, Country Force. Eli recovering. From what I hear, he's tip-top shape now from COVID. I know more people that have had COVID that, that haven't. I can honestly say that. Whether it was the original, whether it's the Omnicon, whatever. There's an R in there, buddy. He's uh, got AIDS. It's not. I looked it up. I've been mispronouncing it. Omnicon. It's not Omnicron, I don't think. I think it's Omnicon. You gonna stand on that? Because somebody was hammering me about that, and I said, "Okay, I'll look it up." And I think there's no R in it, but we uh, there is a R in it. Where is it? It's after the C. Omnicron. So on it. So I've been saying that, and everybody's saying, "No, that's wrong. You're saying it wrong." Okay, whatever. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. 
How about that? So anyway, uh, <laughs> we're all vaxxed up. We're all boosted up. At least Big I 2. am. 2.0. Whatever. It's <laughs> my new motto. Yep. And uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got a new Netflix documentary that the PGA Tour is going to be unveiling in early 2023. We have different opinions on this. I think we do. Uh, kind of follows the Formula One bit. And I'll tell you why. I don't think it has a chance. I like it. And we also have uh, Kern out here engineering. Good morning, you buddy. Good morning. He looks a little How pe- are you? Looks a little tired today, but always gets here on time. And back at the station, Jay King. Morning, you buddy. What's up, guys? When's uh, the last time you had a show in your studio? Forever. What it's been it feels a while. like? Been a while. Not bad. Not bad. We got everything uh, hooked up. Rick, br- Rick brings donuts when we're here. And, uh, yeah, and doesn't even, it doesn't even expense it. Which, no, I don't. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll get you somehow, some way. <laughs> uh, also, Jonathan Dodd, I believe, doing tickers twice an hour. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. So what do you do during the week? Um, I go to school full-time. I'm about to get going again. Where at? At UTA. Okay. Yeah. What and, you taking? What's uh, your... Broadcast communications. Well. Almost didn't have to ask that, did you? You know... <laughs> In this day and age, I'm not sure it even matters anymore. If you look back at all the hosts that have been on the station, how many graduated with a journalism broadcasting degree? Not me. Except for the guys in North Texas. (laughs) Except for the guys in North Texas. Mm -hmm. They they all kind of went through that program. And, Craig, I wanted to tell you, congrats. I was thinking about you the entire time I was watching that game the other day. Thank you, buddy. Thank Mm -hmm. you. We'll talk about that at 910. But, yes, it was very fun. It was worth the uh, trip. Yeah. That's what I gathered, even with the – Six degree wind chill or whatever that was. All right, let's get this show on the road. A lot to talk about. And up next, some Twitter fun between two PGA Tour players. (laughs) I was wondering if you caught this. This is delicious. And we'll talk about that next as this is proudly sponsored by PGA Tour Superstores. And the Tick. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Tee Box. As always, thanks for tuning us in. Always appreciate that. Tell Buddy in your foursome. And we'll do Tee Box Trivia at 9.30. This one's care of Craig, and this is a good one. Not even so much who, what the answer is. It's everybody else included in this. And you get a couple passbooks. Sent some out last week to a P1. So all good here. This uh, segment brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. I was banging balls over at Hackberry yesterday. Enjoying the heck out of it. And, uh, you know, all their facilities are awesome. But what I loved about them, their golf balls are like top notch. It wasn't like a bunch of. I think things opened up a little bit. Club Corp's really careful about stuff like that, and it was hard to get range balls. Yeah. This time last year. Attention to detail. So check them out. Yeah. All their Club Corp courses, and for every price range, trust me. All right, eight thirty. We'll do a little uh, leaderboards. Got some good stats on that, and then at eight fifty, we'll get into this whole Netflix bit that the PGA Tour is kind of piggybacking off F one. Formula One, which is highly successful. It put Formula One on the map in the States. And we'll, I think we're going to have a little debate if this is going to mm-hmm. be awesome or failed. But first, so yesterday, uh, Kevin Nas playing. Kevin Nas, kind of a lightning rod. I think he's, I think he's probably a really nice guy, at least all the things I can tell. He just seems to, I don't know, I, I like his demeanor and everything, except when he plays golf because he's slower than hell. I, yeah, I, I I don't. I think he is a nice guy, but I think what happens, and I, I believe this, and I can't do. The, I can't say this about 
golf, but I could say back when I used to play a lot of basketball, mm-hmm. a lot of very competitive basketball, the guys who were Rick with a P at playing basketball, mm-hmm. as much as off the course, off the court, they were really decent guys. It's hard for me to separate the two. Really was. So I think here's Kevin Nye, a really, really nice guy, and I think probably the fact that he has slowed down to a crawl in the greens, mm-hmm. I bet it gets to people. Yeah, because everybody wants a certain flow, mm-hmm. you know? And if you're taking – and now, this, since they discontinued the use of uh, golf green reading books, you know, you can check out the mm-hmm. – It's that is that's a whole nother subject because you can put in certain notes, but you can't put in other notes. And somebody can tell you about it, but they you have to remember it. You can't write it's. So anyway, guys that used them as a crutch, kind of like a, you know, the arm bar for right. putting and everything else. It's a moving target. So, one of the uh, Golf Channel um, broadcasters tweets out, and one of Kevin Na's new bits is walking in the putt. And he's always done that. He'd be done it for a long he'll time. Walk it in when he when he knows he's making it. He'll walk it in. But it didn't really gain public consciousness until he did it when Tiger was playing with him. Tiger started to do it, and also. Tiger started doing it, so it validated yeah. everything, yeah. and it was really fun. And so she says, you know, watching Kevin Na walk in a putt never gets old. So Grayson Murray, who has been struggling mightily uh, playing golf, he actually won an event way back when. Mm-hmm. And he's batted twice, didn't he? I think at least he won once. Won it twice in the, two, two years in a row, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Arnold Palmer, I think, right? Uh, no, not that one. That You're thinking of Matt Every, I think. But anyway, doesn't matter. Bearing the lead. Mm-hmm. So he tweets back, yeah, Kevin not taking three minutes to putt, putt them does get old. So a few minutes later, Kevin Na responds. I think it was, it was pretty much a pretty good snap reply and he says yep you missing the cut is getting old and twitter went crazy because in the world of golf and again we'll get into more 850 about netflix uh usually guys don't do this but grayson fired the first shot now might be aptly put i mean because during the round uh taylor gooch was going out of his mind he was playing with kevin non it was driving him crazy and so, so then the Twitterverse gets involved, and I would say most of it was on Kevin Na's side, mostly because Grayson Murray, I think, has missed 13 out of the last 17 cuts. And he's, of those 13 to 17 that he's missed, there's been more WDs. So he'll play a crap round. And, uh, in fact, one person tweeted, it was kind of funny. He says his scorecard looks like the uh, song Jenny, 8675 You know, it's like... <laughs> Because yeah, he's struggling when you're, and so what he would do would play one round and then WD because he was so far out. By the way, I, I, I Wikipedia'd Grayson Murray. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, he won the 2006, 2007, 2008 Callaway Junior Worlds. Okay, so that's that big. So you're talking is that about big time, <clears throat> kind of yeah, kind of yeah. I mean, okay. he was 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, but won one time. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Barbasol. That's all right. It's an off event. It's an alt event. But it gives you two years exemption. It doesn't get you in the Masters or anything. But if you think of all the players that have ever teed up a ball in a Pro Tour event, I would love to see the the percentage of all the players that have won at least one event. 
I'll bet it's yeah. less than five. He won one one Web dot com tour event the year before, and he beat Cameron Smith. Hmm. I always like looking at stuff like sure. that. Oh yeah, yeah, Cameron Smith was on the Web dot com or Corn Fair, whatever it was. So what do I always say uh, when you look at somebody like you know? Tiger's records are off the charts, 142 straight cuts off the charts. When I look at Phil Mickelson, who's really top 30, maybe top 40 for 26 years, mm-hmm. that's pretty stout because you're playing against the best competition. By the way, all the other stuff going on. You, I, I got this. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, they compared Tiger Woods to Jack Nicholas. Right. And As Tiger does. Uh, this was uh, some random guy. Mm hmm. And I'm looking at it, and it said, you know, it says, okay, Jack won 18 majors, mm-hmm. and Tiger won 15. Okay. And it still goes the same way if, if you count. I think Tiger has one more um, a U.S. amateur. If, they, if you back in the day they counted those yeah. as a major, but but uh, you know, and you look at the you look at oh down, you look at runner-ups. Mm-hmm. Nicholas dominated the runner-ups. Nicholas dominated top fives. Nick dominated um, just major top tens. But I look at it. And again, this is not when you look at who the greatest is. You still got to give it to Nicholas because it's a whole body of work, right? But when you look at major appearances, mm-hmm. Nicholas has twice as many. Yep. Twice as many. Mm-hmm. You just don't realize how much Tiger's been hurt and how many things. It's like he did all of this with half as many chances. Now, Nicholas still has all the records. It doesn't matter. It's, you know, Emmett, all. Emmett Smith didn't get hurt. Very often, so he still has the rushing, mm-hmm. you know, career rushing yardage, um, and that's what what happens. But it still just was remarkable when somebody gave that to me in a chart. I was like, whoa. Tiger's got 87 major appearances. Nicholas has 164. And here's the other thing that's interesting about Tiger. There was a long time where Tiger didn't have any second-place finishes. If he he's either winning or he was a little bit back in the pack, a, a top ten, you could call yeah. that a back in the pack. Yeah, he used to back into a top ten. And then if you look at if you look at Jack's top three places in a major, it's off the charts. Yeah, it's crazy. Now when you look back at that too, and we're getting off the knob Grayson thing, but it, we'll talk more eight fifty because what they want the Netflix is is controversy right. and all that. Is um, if you're trying to designate either player, so what do you think about this? Jack, best player, Tiger, most dominant. So in Tiger's window, when he was just killing it, there was nobody close. There were still other guys during Jack's era, you know, um, uh, Watson, player. Uh, there's some guys that have some, yeah, have some guys that were, that won majors and, and multiples, five, six, ten, you know, nine. I mean, you, even had, you haven't had Arnie yeah. at the end of his career, mm-hmm. so, you know. I mean, it's, it's a high bar for both of them. But I, when I look back at all the stats, Tiger is up there in everything. Jack didn't seem to go low as much as Tiger did. Didn't seem to win by as many shots as Tiger did. Tiger would annihilate a field. He just, at his, as his mom always told him to do, step on their neck. And Jack would kind of... That's a bad thing to say these days. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and Jack would kind of hang around waiting for everybody to fall off. Yeah. That's what he did. Because I'm just going to be patient. Where Tiger says, I'm, I'm going to beat you guys by, you know. Yeah. Jack never won a U.S. Open by 10 shots, 12 mm-hmm. shots, 17, you know, all any of that stuff. So um, different type of player. And one was obviously played longer, and, and Jack didn't have near the, uh, well, didn't have the off-course issues. As not, far as we know. Not that we knew of. As far as sure. we know. I mean, different times, right? 
Yeah, and a lot of things were, were buried because the yeah. media scribes back then would protect everybody. Yeah. Mickey Mantle didn't matter. And I don't think I don't think you'd had Tiger, you didn't have Jack scandals. You'd had a lot of Arnie scandals, I think. Yeah, and that was definitely buried. Yeah. And now everybody just kind of nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used his plane for other things other than just flying. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but uh, yeah, it's all this whole thing with with Grayson Murray, and again, you got to know who you are before you start throwing out salvos to somebody else you know and just looking at his record it's it's not hilarious it's just ludicrous that somebody would go after somebody else because they're kind of playing slow Kevin now's defending champ right mm-hmm. is he t- yes he, he's he he's had a good last couple of years yeah he's killed it at colonial yeah i mean he's he's something so and he's one of the guys in the netflix doc so that'll beg the whole thing. How just, much are they putting in there? Here's the thing: when you look at the Netflix doc and you look at the, you know, Tiger, just I mean, uh, uh, Jordan, Justin, that little group, Rory, everybody. I'm not sure. Nah, fits. Doesn't matter. I know. There's all different personalities, and that's what I want because same thing with F1. Not all personalities are the same, but except for the fact they're all prima donnas. Yeah. So we'll get into that at 850. But uh, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. They got a. They got a deal going here on, when is this? This would be upcoming pretty quick. It's called the Underground Speakeasy. I think it's February 5th. It's 99 bucks. They're going to take out everything in their cart barn underneath Cowboys uh, Clubhouse, redo it, and make it a speakeasy. I don't know if you're going to have to knock on a door and say a password. I don't know, but they're going to have amazing drinks. How much would it cost for them to use T-Box is the name? I don't know. To get in. Maybe we should try that. Maybe we should try that. Anyway, check it out. It's uh, it's 99 bucks a uh, person. You know, they did a great job at Cow- Bear well, Creek. Cowboys does everything well, so right. they'll, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know. So check it out. It's February 5th. Just go to Arcus Golf, or you can go to Cowboys.com and check it all out. Cowboys.com. Cowboys Golf. Cowboys.com, <laughs> you might be looking at some playoff stuff. but Maybe. Yeah. So check it out. Google you know what Cowboys it is. Yeah. Underground speakeasy. <laughs> All right, up next, let's get into leaderboards. They're playing the second half of the Hawaiian Swing. Some interesting stats there. But before that, let's talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. Yesterday morning, it's kind of kind of balmy out, all things being considered. Had a cup of coffee, went out there and just chilled. And look at the great renovation that uh, James Pierce, J.T. Pierce did out there and I just every day it's a it's a gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Say right now, I look outside right now. What a great day to get your pool redone. Yep. You ain't swimming in it. Mm-hmm. You ain't looking at it. Water's probably coming over the sides. Drain that sucker and get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Get it all pretty. Get it, get it beautified. Yes. Get it beautified. And they do a, a fantastic job. And he'll tell you what's worthy and what's not. What's a waste of money. What's a good investment. And everything he steered me to is awesome. Let me tell you. It, think about this. Who else would you go to? I have. Do you have any idea who else does no. pool, pool renovations? Don't pool care. Remodelings? Right. Don't there's care. One guy who's reputable, been doing it over twenty years. If you're going to go get your pool done, there's no other person to call. And the best part, we've given up countless referrals to JT, and I always get positive feedback. Yeah, nobody's been bad. So it's advancedplaster.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just disregard the name. Just go Google it because he does really, really, really good work at, with pools. Mm-hmm. All things pools. Vanceplaster.com. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. Hey, good morning, 35 on the little ticket tee box in our stu- in our uh, office studios today. We'll be back. We'll be at Union Bear next week, and then the following week will be at Crest Cars. But this week, 
need to go back to our home and uh, like that the uh, the heat works it's always nice you never know on a weekend they turn everything off so that's a good thing 850 we'll get into this new Netflix bit they're trying to copy and hopefully get some traction um, for the PGA Tour like Formula One did and if the same people are doing it uh, it should be quite interesting. But I think we're going to have differing opinions on that. This is brought to you by your Texas Junior Golf Tour. Go to tjgt.com. Get your kids signed up. They want to play a little competitive golf, and if it has any traction and they like it, you might get some, uh, might get some college money out of it. Never know. All right, so they're playing the Sony Open this week. It's the second half of, of the Hawaiian Swing after the Tournament of Champions last week where Camp Smith just he broke a record. Most uh, lowest score or most under par related to pars, 34 under. Okay, just killed it, and he still only won by one over John Rom because John Rom's no, a freaking there, machine. There was no wind last week, and in that course, just lift clean in place. It was a big cheat till the last day. I think yeah, it was yeah. a big cheat, is what it was, and it wasn't getting near the roll because it was soft. Uh, I played that course a number of times, and that thing will roll forever, and not necessarily in a good place. But anyway, so. He goes 34 under par, absolutely kills it. Missed a cut this week. Cam Smith? Yep. Just goes to show you. It's called golf. That's, that's man, I don't give an ass a little bit this week because I just won. Yeah, I, but if you're sorry, over there's there. There's a little element of that. I mean, yes, you go there. Well, he's over there anyway. That's what I'm saying. He could have probably said, I, hey, I'm ready to go home. I'll wait for a bigger one. I'm a big boy now. I'm surprised more players don't, don't gravitate. I mean, they all have private jets now, the, the highfalutin guys. But um, I'm thinking you're already over there. Why not play I'm two saying, events? I'm, I'm saying Cam Smith's probably not a guy who private jets it yet. Career earnings. Take a guess. Including last week. Made a million oh. and a half. I'll say $12 million. $17 million. I'm sure, Pretty I'm, good life. I'm saying that's that's not private jet ish ish yet. What? Mm-mm. Seventeen million dollars. You have expenses with that seventeen million, pal. You got to pay caddy. You got to pay travel. Got to pay all that stuff. Unless he's got a net jet somewhere on his. I'm sure he shirt. does. I'm sure somebody does, or they share. Yeah, that that yes. I can I see. I don't know. see him owning one, but to rent just to. I don't think fly. any. I don't. I don't. I don't think many golfers own him. The upkeep and everything, but the least jet bit they're all over that you know and so when you have that kind of money and it does save you wear and tear you can sleep in it you can bring whatever you want on you can bring family there's no there's no T- tsa to go through once you've done it you're spoiled for life we did it when we went to the super stores when they when we first started working with them and they flew us on a private jet they didn't have a, they didn't have a store here open yet but yeah. they were building them yeah and this we need you to see what they look like so they flew us on a G5. Yep. And I'm not sure what a G5 means, but G5 if, is if fun. you do if you do you it know that's you. pretty cool. It's kind of the same thing with a much lesser level is flying first class and then having to go back to coach. Once you've tasted the good life and I remember we went right out of uh, right out of Love Field, the Addison Airport over there and you just walk right out from your car right to a couple stairs and you go right to your jet and it was marvelous. Rich on a roll. I went to the. We went to Love Field right out at Addison Airport. It's right around there, wherever <laughs> that is. Russell Henley is leading by three, sixty-two, sixty-three. I think it ties the lowest 
opening two rounds at a PGA Tour event. Wow. Score. Boy, lots of records right now coming out of 15 under. Hi, Tong Lee. I haven't heard much of him since I think he no. was, he was, was it the U.S. Open? He was really, he was, I think it was that. It was one of the majors that he was really, I never heard of him before, but he's uh, in second at 12 under. Matt Kuchar, when was the last time you heard of him? Not lately. 11 under par. Michael Thompson, who's kind of a, he's, he's been, been around. well. He's been around for every, last year. His beard is alarming. <laughs> it's alarming how, I don't know how you can play with that. I don't know how you, when you have a beard like that and it kind of comes out, how you can actually see the ball when you're, when you're dressing. I, I have no idea. By the way, what kind of watching party did the Georgia Bulldogs have out in uh, yeah. Hawaii with Henley and Kirk and Harris English and I think Keith Mitchell's out there. That'd have been fun. Mm-hmm. Stuart Sink, Stuart Sink, who did, shot a sixty-three yesterday. Man, that guy's playing some maybe his best golf ever. And uh, he had—I think he's had like uh, fifteen straight under par rounds there. Hmm. But he hadn't won it. Yeah, he went to Georgia Tech, though. He wasn't happy. That's all right. It's close. Hideki Matsuyama's at 9-under. Um, okay, so Charles Howell third. He's at 8-under. He was the answer to our trivia question last week. Leading money winner at the Sony Open. I think he's made over $3 million. He just made his 21st straight cut. He's never missed a cut there, and he's also never won there. And he's still the leading money winner. By the way, did you see that there's a amateur tied for fifth? Saw that. I don't know him. Um, Kita Nakajima. Yeah, he's the number one ranked amateur in the world. Okay. So he's done something good then. He's not doing too bad. So you got that. Uh, it wasn't a lot of big name players. Uh, most of the guys that didn't come over from uh, from Maui. Uh, you don't see Jordan there. You don't see Bryson backed out. He said he hurt his wrist. Um, Rory didn't show up at at the Kapalua one. Anyway, he was the only guy that won last year that actually qualified that didn't go. Um, so it's a, you know, this is the event where the kind of the also-rans, the guys that are trying to figure out how to make a living. I'm not sure it's that level. It's a little bit better than that. A little bit, but not much. Um, it's most of these guys are looking to make some hay just to keep their car. What was strength I'm of field? Say. You know, i got to check that out. Because you, when we used to do our videos on our and our picks, used to know that I'm going to say it's better than there was a couple that we had that were in the 90s. And yeah, those are horrible. Yeah, th- this is better than that. Not much. 282. Yeah, that's much better than a 90. Yeah, but it's not. It's not getting not you awesome. all gigged up, especially during cal- uh, high, uh, pro NFL playoffs. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's not terrible. It's just, you know, decent. So I played the course. It's uh, It's everything not that Kapalu is. It's not very picturesque. The only notable thing is the is the W palm trees on 17 when you're hitting into the green. Other than that, it's just flat. It's basic. Although Mark Rolfing, who lives out there, he's been he's like the Hawaiian commentator for everybody. He said uh, it's at one time it was the busiest course in the world. Not just in Hawaii, the world. 220,000 rounds a year. If you do 100,000, 90,000, 80,000 rounds here, you're killing it. No, Absolutely killing it. It's not possible to do that here. Yeah. You're doing 55 to 60,000 rounds here, you're killing it. So how do they do two? Now they do six-minute tee times. It doesn't matter. I, 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 first off, they're, 
unless they're like on the end of a time zone where they're it stays darker later, or I mean, lighter, later, later, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Dust and, gone. And, and does that course have more than one? Does that place have more than one course? Because it, so. it, you told it me might. That it's it almost might. impossible to do that many rounds. I think it does. I think they have a reserve that, course and a players course. When you like Cheryl Park, mm-hmm. give them an example. They'll do a hundred thousand rounds on two courses, mm-hmm. and they kill it. That's killing. Right. It. That's what I'm saying. So, to do two hundred thousand rounds on one course, I had to back it up and listen to it again because I said, "Did I just hear two hundred thousand rounds?" I'm gonna say he needs to fact check there or something, but um, well, so anyway, that's a lot of rounds, and it's it's just kind of. By the way, I you know two eighty two is not terrible, and it's a and it's a decent it's an okay field. Mm-hmm. What's pro, what the problem is, and how do you get somebody to look at it? Is look at the leaderboard. Who moves the needle? Russell Henley, Hao Tung Lee, nope. Michael Thompson, Chris nope. Kirk, nope. Seamus Power, Stuart nope. Singh, Corey Connors, Adam Fenson, Keto Nakajima, Davis Riley, Dylan Wu, Brant Snedeker. There's your top ten. Mm-hmm. Look at you, you're you, you peeking at any of those guys? No, that's the problem. Yeah, if you're a golf geek, yeah. But last week everybody was was a stud. Yeah, and so it kind of goes to the territory. But what are you gonna do? So we'll see how that plays out this weekend. All right, let's get into this Netflix bit because the PGA Tour is trying to emulate the highly successful uh, Drive to Survive uh, documentary on Netflix for Formula One. I think we're going to have differing opinions on this. But before we talk about that, Craig, let's talk about the greatness of PureSwingGolf.com. So the other day we went over there, checked out Anthony Broussard and his studios. Uh, They're right off on Inwood near the Galleria. He He has three huge hitting bays. And he gave us a couple of swing tips. I'm watching, not only am I watching you give a lesson, he was giving you a, a mini lesson. Was he was actually, I wasn't giving the lesson. He was yeah. giving yeah. you. Uh-huh. And I'm watching his other teachers give lessons in the other bays. Mm-hmm. These guys are studs. Yep. And what's really, really cool is the bays are really big. Yep. And the science that they have behind what they're looking at is amazing. It It's groundbreaking to me i've never seen it at that level Mm -hmm. they were looking at our swing and before he even could before even anthony looked at our swing he's looking at the stats and saying i know exactly what you're doing yep and then he looked at us and said yep confirmed Mm -hmm. and he got you hitting a hitting like i used to i I lost a lot of yards you were always a fader of the golf ball Mm -hmm. we're gonna turn the ball the other way Mm -hmm. and he did Never in 15 minutes, he did. Never drew a driver in my life. I, I, I'm going to promise you, and here's the other thing. If you're a beginner, mm-hmm. they got really, really good teachers for beginners, and it's really, you're not going to be on a range worried about what everybody else is looking at. If you're an expert, Anthony's a stud, Texas State Open winner, mm-hmm. and he knows what it takes to be to get down. He even told me, you're four handicap, we're going to get you to plus. You know what's awesome is, I was we were talking about this as we were leaving. Because I immediately had to go to the range after I went back to work and, yep. and, and, and it, just to see if it stuck. And it did. I was like, holy S. This is a holy S moment. Is His coaching style is very enthusiastic. I mean, when you do something right, he gets excited about that. Yep. And that, that translates to you. You go, okay, I get it. I promise you, if you're thinking about getting a lesson, thinking about doing something, give them a shot. Go to pureswinggolf.com. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, given this, everything that they have at their disposal to help you get your golf game better, that it will. Yep. It took 15 minutes. I watched what it did to transfer. It tra- really transformed Rick. Yeah, it was awesome. 
It was awesome. Check it out. PureSwingGolf.com. Get better today. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. Our proud lead sponsor of the T-Box, PGA Tour Superstores, and there are four stores here in the Metroplex. I want to give a big shout-out to them. This segment brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Plano. I saw this the other day, the Mercedes EQ. It's their all-electric. It's their S-Sedan. It is incredible. I'm not a big electric guy when it comes to cars. This one turned my head. All the stuff that's on it. Mm. If you want to get a chance to see what the future is going to be like, check out MercedesPlano.com and look for the Mercedes EQ. All right, 910. I'm looking forward to this because Craig hasn't told me anything. His big trip to Indy to cross fingers, toes, eyes, everything else to watch his beloved Bulldogs not crap the bed against Alabama. So we'll give you all that. And then at 930, uh, kind of a data dump. We have a bunch of stuff that doesn't. In, a, in of itself doesn't have a segment worthy uh, topic, but you put them all together, there's some good things to quick hits. So we'll do that at uh, 9.30. But first, <clears throat> the PGA Tour, boy, they're trying everything. Uh, they're trying to money whip their players. They just finished the PIP program, uh, player impact program, and um, it looks like Phil Mickelson won that. At he at $8 million. Dollars. He, yeah. Now, he claimed it before the end of the year. So they're not announcing it till February 15th for whatever reason. And Tiger came in second. Colin, uh, Colin Morikawa came in 11th. Oh. You get no money for that. No money. So, uh, but what they're trying to do is increase the brand and uh, expand the brand. And I got into the Formula One racing because somebody tipped me off to this Drive to Survive. It's a documentary, and it, it uh, documents the entire season. And what's great about Formula One is they're all prima donnas. Every, uh, there was, I don't think, hardly any filter. So the guys that manage these teams, by the way, these these general managers or managed propers or whatever they're called, they'll make 10 to $15 million. That's their salary. Really? Yeah. Maybe 20 because they'll probably get a piece of the pie too. Mm-hmm. And there's backfighting. There's rules issues. Every driver hates each other, even the ones on their own team. Really? Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's it's the closest thing to a guy soap opera that you love. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the next one because this last season was even crazier with a very controversial finish. So even though I and everybody else that watches it knows what the ending is, now I want to see the process. Yeah. And it's really good. So the PGA Tour, somebody, somebody from Netflix went up to them and said, hey, we want to do PGA Tour bit. In theory, it sounds awesome. These are the people, these are the players that have signed up. Okay. Abraham Answer, Daniel Berger, Cameron Champ, Joel Dahman. you also got to look at the personalities here, too. They might not be top top flight players. Joel Dahman's funny. I like him. Yeah. Tony Finau. Like Tony. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Don't know much about him as a person. Tommy Fleetwood. Ricky Fowler. Love Ricky. Sergio Garcia. Harry Higgs. Who? Max Homa. Those are like two peas in a pod. Max Holman is a more successful Harry Higgs. Yeah. He's very good on Twitter and all that. Victor Hovland, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Kevin Na, Mito Pereira, Ian Poulter, Xander Schauffele, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Bubba Watson. I flippin' love it. I love it. I Look, they may disappoint me, but I think this can be just nothing but fun. So really the only ones you don't see. You don't see Rom. 
You don't see Rory. You don't see Tiger. And amazingly, you don't see Phil, which I thought was interesting. He may not be actively playing much. Well, but they also said this, and there was a – that doesn't mean that you won't see other guys. True. They They're just, not signed on for the whole year, but Phil may come in, pop in and out. No mm-hmm. Bryson. No. Um, so of, of the top, top players, and I'm starting to look at this. I, I mean, you could say that Kepka and Bryson kind of started their own. I think it was I think it was totally bogus, by the way. I think it was a total PIP play. I don't. I, 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 I will say I don't only because there's a lot of guys who don't like Bryson. Uh, Cam Smith, I mean, mm-hmm. remember, and uh, Patrick Cantley couldn't stand him. So I think that there's a, a little bit of truth in there, but I think as it kept spiraling, they felt like they had something here that and it was into it, it was it was attracting eyeballs. Yeah, that's so all I they think, wanted. Right? I think early on it was real, and then it turned into so the PIP. Yeah. They just said, okay, this is a good. It wasn't a bit starting, yeah. but now it is, and let's yeah. and, and that's when it that's when it jumped the shark. But there are you have to admit, Rick. <laughs> That we don't see a lot of the behind-the-scenes type guy, uh, things about some of these guys, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so kind of looking to see how Dustin, you know, we think of him as the guy with zero inside of his his head. Which is a good thing sometimes for a golfer. But I want to see, okay, how the other guys treat him. Is it real? Is it, do, they, do they treat him like a goofball? Do they treat him like a, you know, I, I kind of into this. I kind of look at that. You know, I. by the way. Uh, interesting enough, no Scotty Scheffler. Yep. He's kind of become a really private guy. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, yeah, yeah, there's fame, nothing wrong with it. Fame nothing is a it. tough thing and to they, deal uh, everybody, with. But I like Scotty. Scotty's got a little bit of a of an edge to him. Like, he's, he's you know, it can border on, on confidence slash arrogance, but it's kind of cool. kind of have to be that, don't yes. you? Yes. As a but tour I player. Think it's, but I think it's kind of, he had, he had it since he was 12 years old. I kind of wanted to, I'd love to see the way he interacted with all these I'm, guys. I'm surprised Wills Altoris wasn't asked. He may not be, I don't know. Yeah, but Wills kind of a cool so, I mean, if Jordan's too. playing and playing in this, I'm figuring, okay, he'll rope in a couple other guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Justin and Jordan talked about this. We either both going in or neither one of us. I don't know. I think they. I think they talk a lot about what each is doing and stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. So here's my issues with it. <clears throat> now the PGA Tour says they have no creative uh, limitations on this. They have nothing to do with this. They're not right. going to be able to edit anything. Question will be how much are the players going to allow? What kind of access are they going to allow? And I don't know. I mean, golf is a very careful, gentlemanly that. sport. And you might get some noses bent out of shape on this, and I'm curious to see how that's going to play out if they truly are going to act like they normally do. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with all this, even with the uh, even with Netflix, Hard Knocks, all that, it's impossible, and I'm going to say this irrefutably, it's impossible to act natural when you know you're on camera. It's impossible. There's always something but you're aware of. But watching your F1, mm-hmm. they're still there's still some gold in it, even some. though. Yeah. And yeah, I think you, it's, it's look, that's all reality TV, right? Sure. I don't think anybody acts like the way they should be based on. Yeah, reality their, TV yeah. is anything but, right? Yeah. The only reality TV that works is any sporting event because you don't know the outcome, and it's usually not scripted, usually. Yep. But this intrigues me, as as I know it does you. My worry is how they're going to be able to pull this off. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. It, 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 it 
it humanizes. Are there going to be arguments the in the locker room? Yeah, I mean that kind of stuff. Uh, now you also, I've also read and aptly so. Uh, when I see these guys, they don't say a whole lot of interesting things when they're on the golf course. They're they're not talking a whole lot unless they're buddy buddy or they're completely out of it. Now they're having a little game on the side to keep mm-hmm. themselves interested. I think when it comes to the majors and all that, uh, they are going to be allowed to go to the Masters. Okay, I, really? I thought that was interesting. So that could be something. Um, if you can watch these guys, because everybody's dying to know all things Augusta, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the birdhouse like or the bird's nest? Or what's the um, what's the uh, locker room like? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And and just stuff you got to deal with when it, as far as Augusta goes. I was kind of surprised Augusta signed off on it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> PGA Tour is trying. I'll give them that. Um, and maybe the first year we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of warts on it, kind of feel their way through because this is so not golf. They, golf is very careful. They you know, the PGA Tour is the worst at being transparent with anything, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm curious about. When they say we're not touching this, you can do whatever the heck you want. We'll see what happens if all of a sudden a big controversy mm-hmm. comes up, mm-hmm. right? But it'll be worth a watch. Or I'll, just one time, one of the guys walking by goes. I can't believe they fined me for this. Yeah. And they, you know, the tour keeps all their fines or, or something. It's already started. So this whole Kevin Na, Taylor Gooch playing in the same group yesterday. Taylor Gooch was beside himself how long Kevin Na took. And then on the next tee, Kevin Na is up there. You can go to Twitter and find it. And Taylor Gooch is kind of in his line of sight. You can see it in the in the camera frame, mm-hmm. right? And as Kevin Na is taking like 19 practice swings, uh, you move over a little bit. Thank you. You know, it's it's like, okay, so, again, in the grand scheme of things, football, basketball, baseball, and it's not much smack talk. In golf, you might have just told the guy to F you. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. So um, it'll be interesting to see if anything is is um, leaked out mm-hmm. over time just to build momentum. If I'm Netflix, I do that. You know, just sprinkle in stuff as things are going, see the whole series in January, mm-hmm. February, or whatever. But, uh I'm like you intrigued. I'm very skeptical of the outcome. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm glad PGA I'm Tour Superstars is doing it. So there you go. All right. Uh, it is 9.05 on the ticket. Up next, we all get to sit back and listen to Craig's big trip, successful trip, victorious trip to Indy. But before we do that, let's talk about the greatness PGA Tour Superstars, proud sponsor of the show for the last couple of years. And why wouldn't they be? We're golf. They're golf. Uh, they got four stores here in the Metroplex. Arlington is the new one. South Lake, uh, one in Frisco, one in Plano. And I've said this for years. If they don't have it, you don't need it when it comes to golf. Hey. 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 Two major, major new club announcements came out in the last two weeks. Callaway's got a new driver, Fairway Woods. Mm-hmm. The ro- Rogue whatever. Yeah, whatever. Can't keep, and keep, keep. TaylorMade came out with a new driver. The Stealth. All the carbon stealth. fiber. No titanium. They're saying it's the latest and greatest. It's lighter. and Guess what? $50 off $250. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, uh, you, you, these, all these clubs are map pricing, which means mm-hmm. minimum advertised price. You can't discount them. By the PGA Tour Superstores and the T-Box, you can go out there and get yourself 20% off. And you get $20 off your first 100 on a separate deal. So you can make, you can save 75 bucks off your so first So you're thinking right now, should I get that new driver? Got to say the T-Box. I already did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ordering that uh, nice. Callaway. I've always been a Callaway driver mm-hmm. guy. And, uh, and look, I'm waiting because I know 
PJ Superstore is going to give me 50 bucks off, and yes, nobody else sir. will. Yes, sir. There you go. So there you go. PGA Tour Superstores, they're not only here. They're down in uh, San Antonio. They're in Austin. Uh, they're all over the country. So if you're traveling, you need something. Uh, I'm not sure you get the T-Box discount because they might not know. But here in town, T-Box, T-box. you immediately save money. So check it out. It's PGATourSuperstores.com. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, 9.30, we'll get into why is Bryson wearing now a baseball cap, Stevie, Ga- uh, Stevie Williams' gambling story, the uh, passing of Tim Rosefort, big golf writer, and then the current long drive champ played his first pro event. See how he did on that. I think you'd be surprised. Uh, the weather is brought to you by our Park Place dealers. Boy, if you need a car, they have everything. So check it out, Park Place and, uh, again, got it all, and they're all awesome. Uh, today's going to be 37 and very windy. 53 tomorrow, nice. 58 Monday, 70 Tuesday, Craig. 63 Wednesday, and then 44 on Thursday. Sorry. <laughs> so without further ado, Craig went to the National Championship game. Georgia, Alabama, take it away. So <clears throat> been 40 years since we've since Georgia has won a national championship. Mm-hmm. So when you figure all this year, there's a chance, right? There's always a chance. Usually no, there's not, not always Alabama. a chance, especially when you're a Georgia fan. But this year you figured out oh, this may be our year. Did you see and the stat? Not to, I'm just going to quickly Sure, here, no. That when teams play each other after they played in a championship game and they have returned for the national championship, one team has never won back-to-back. And that's where when when. So First Alabama off, the, won. the SEC championship, Georgia was already in. Mm-hmm. They didn't have much to play for. Mm-hmm. Alabama was on the ropes. Mm-hmm. And so um, so when you looked at that game, and I actually had a little controversy with Corby because Corby trashed Georgia in that game. Mm-hmm. And I kind of texted him and said, buddy, I had nothing to play for, really. Sure. But about when Georgia beat Auburn, mm-hmm. me and my roommate and friend from friend here all – Decided to get tickets. Okay. And figuring that we're, we'll make money on them if so, by chance yeah. Georgia doesn't make it. Um, this was all before Omicron. But, uh, but so we bought the ticket and figured, okay, we're, so I'm in. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, I'm in. Got to go. I've invested six weeks before, before the, even the SEC championship, we bought the tickets. Okay. Fair enough. So we have a ticket, and Georgia wins, beats Michigan, and I have to decide what to do. And you look at the, I don't have a flight, I don't have anywhere to stay. You look at it and say, okay, let's look at flights, let's look where we're going. We're going to Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. The low in Indianapolis for Monday night was six degrees. Which doesn't matter because it's indoors. It does walking to and from, and the tailgating, and the partying, and it's what like, price national championship? We right? decide. A tough <clears throat> Brandon and I, a buddy of mine here, decide we're going to rock start. Mm-hmm. We're flying in Monday at four o'clock. We're going to Uber all the way down <laughs> to the game. We'll check our luggage in somewhere, and Uber. we're going to go to the game. We're going to come back. We're going to leave the eleven the next day. We're rock start in and out. All right, because there's not much else you can. In Indianapolis, right? So, um, and by the way, you think tickets are expensive and you don't think about it. 
care to guess, if you wanted to stay at a hotel within two miles of the stadium, how much it would cost a night? Four, five, six, seven thousand bucks. $3,500 for a room. And I, so I'm probably not a whole lot different my, than the Super Bowl. In probably. Some I mean, it's Indianapolis, mm-hmm. a little smaller probably. And it's like, there's no way mm-hmm. I'm spending that kind of money. And, and I'm looking every day, figuring, okay, it's going to come down. And you're not sharing bit. rooms either. We are. Oh, you are. We sharing are. Sharing beds? No. Oh. So <clears throat> we get our flight. We're flying out at noon on Monday. Masked up. And I find it a, yes, I'm going to say that mask up getting in the airport, mask up into the, onto the plane, mask up getting out of the airport, masked up in the Uber. You get to the game with 100,000 people, and there ain't a single mask in that place. Baby. That's what's so crazy about it all. It's all about convenience. And FYI, everybody in my group got COVID but me. Mm. So. But you have had it. So maybe that helped you. I don't know. Who knows? You got anybody? Got anybody? <laughs> Hopeful that I do, but who knows? Okay. Good job, Craig. So the game. So you're worried. So, so, so when they, that first fumble. So, yeah, we'll get to it. So okay. I get into the game, and we get in, and we get there at 5, 5.30. So I'm thinking. A two-hour. Game two starts at 7 here, mm-hmm. right? No, game starts at but, 8 there. So I'm there way too early. But like I said, standing around, talking eight. to other Georgia fans, and. <laughs> Seeing people and doing whatever, and the game starts. Were you in a Georgia section, or did it matter? I was on the Georgia. I was right on the edge. So by okay. the way, it was probably about seventy-five percent Georgia, twenty-five percent Alabama. Yeah, Alabama fans have been there. They don't. And they are going to Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah. So we're in there, and right away, I don't know if you remember, first two plays of the game, Alabama is running us off. It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, here we go again. And then you're. You're in the stands, right? And all of a sudden, the next play, Alabama quarterback looks like he fumbles. Georgia picks it up. Nobody's calling anything. No flags on the ground. Georgia runs it back for a touchdown. And we are jumping. I wish I had a video of the elation that we had. It was unbelievable. I I mean, it was like, oh, my God, this is it. Okay, but on TV, nobody knew what the hell was going on. It was the worst camera angle. All of a sudden, they... It stops, and all of a sudden, the guy's running down the sidelines. You go, what the hell just happened? And I didn't hear a whistle or anything. And so we're looking at it like we kind of saw what happened. You're looking at and it's, it's oh, my God, we just went up with a defensive stop and a defensive touchdown. This is awesome. And the first thing you do, you look around, are there any flags? Mm-hmm. No flags. Of course. We're going nuts. And all of a sudden, there's some hesitation, some hesitation, and all of a sudden, it took who knows how long it was, but it took forever. And I'm sure that the guys on, on TV are saying, hey, look, you know, this may be called back, whatever. But it took them forever to say the play is under review. Right. It did George take is already time. going in, setting up for a field goal. It wasn't goal the first one that took I mean, forever going under review either. <clears throat> well, George is already getting ready to hit, kick an extra point. Right. And they do it. It's like, and they call it back. And the energy mm-hmm. is so, I am exhausted. We all were like, oh, my God. First time we sat down, it's like, what the hell? And then Alabama just starts running it, mm-hmm. running it right at us. And give Georgia's defense a lot of credit. They stopped them before they score, scored a touchdown every time. But they're dinking us with field goals nonstop. And I don't have, I don't have any confidence in Georgia's offense mm-hmm. through the game. Right? Sure didn't I mean, look it like just it. Like, what the hell? And for a close game, it, it kept my interest, but it was a slow slog. It was I mean, a defensive, defensive struggle, struggle, which is kind of cool. Sometimes you kind of like that, and yeah. sometimes. But 
but it, you get into the second half, and it, they come out, and I think it was a one or three point game, something close, and Saban, Saban adjusted. He always did. they start dinking and dunking on us, and it's like, oh no, and we're not. You know, we're just not. You know when I noticed it? Because before the game, uh, I had read that Brock Bowers, their Georgia stud freshman tight end, they say, all the scouts said, they, he could start on 75% of the NFL teams right now. He's so good. And they took him completely out of the game because that's what Saban does. He takes our best player and neutralizes him, kind of like Belichick. Yeah. And, okay, go beat us with the other 10 guys. So you get in, and and the, the game's close, right? You have mm-hmm. a chance. The game's yeah. close, the game's close, the game's close. All of a sudden, you make a, you make a defensive stop, whatever. Okay. Stetson Bennett's got the ball. It's time to go. He didn't look great and up to... No, he looked. But he looked right where the ball is. Our seats were right there. Okay, and he throws it forward for a. It gets somewhat sacked, mm-hmm. um, and he throws it forward. He's like, okay, and we figure all's fine. But I watch the ref through that beanbag. That's what I saw like too. There was a fumble, and it's like. Wait, what the hell's that about? I, th- I want. I, I I didn't know what happened. And I always thought that meant a stop. No, that meant the fu- ball's down. Huh? And I was like, what? what? And I was confused. In the in the stands, and I'm I'm my seats right right above us were uh, was one of this whatever broadcasters. Station, broadcasters. It was Tim Tebow mm-hmm. and Rutledge and those that sure. group. And all of a sudden, they say this play's being under review. The, the it's ruled a fumble on the field. Mm-hmm. How's it? He threw it 20 yards forward. How's this a fumble on the field? And I'm looking at it thinking, what the hell? So the question is, will it, would it be overturned? Because it has to be irrefutable proof, all that kind of stuff. And, so we're, we're, and I will say, we're all looking around thinking, what the hell? This is, and we don't have the luxury of looking at it on. You don't? You don't have a replay there on are, the screen? There are, there are screens, but Lucas Field is not like... Jerry World, where there's a giant screen sure. in the middle. There's four screens in every corner. There's mm-hmm. a screen in every corner. Yep. So you're looking, but you really can't tell. You really they're showing it, but you really don't know. And most of the time, all they're showing is whether the guy who recovered it was in bounds or not. That was another wild play. They're because... not. They're not even showing what happened to Bennett when it, whether he was throwing it or not. Right. They're mostly showing whether he was in bounds or not. It's like, what are we missing yeah. here? And I'm sure. I'm sure there are question marks above everybody's head. And the and even Tebow's look. By the way, Tebow, that is one big son of a yeah, gun. He is. You, you look at him in person, you realize that's why they're trying to find a place for him to play somewhere. Because mm-hmm. that's a that's a big boy. Yeah. And he's looking like I, he's shrugging his shoulders, like he doesn't know whatever. And they come back and call it play stands. First time in my entire career of watching sports. People just started throwing stuff on the field. <laughs> I'd never seen that before. Yeah. Of all the time, I mean, you go to hockey games and yeah. throw stuff. On the, I'd never seen. But people were so. It was like such a like. What do you do? And we didn't see the luxury. I, I saw it the next morning. Okay, it was definitely a gray area. You mm-hmm. called it a fumble on the field. I'm not sure you can call it back. But everybody's saying, look, you had the same play of Alabama in the third play of the yep. game. Let's be consistent. Let's, let's do make good. Um, and and I'm to me right you know there, you're screwed again lost the game mm-hmm. there's no way we're coming back then they went that. back and scored they scored their they, first touchdown I, I, there's 
we lost this game. And you're thinking, no way Bennett can ever bring no that way. back, right? No way. No way. And then all of a sudden. That fourth quarter was one of the best football I ever watched. Oh, my God. And it was, I mean, the elation. and the, It was so much fun to be there. And the game ended at midnight. And then they build a podium. Right. And then they start giving the the awards, and George is going crazy. And I don't know if you guys Bennett's saw this. crying on the sidelines. But, but Kirby Smart comes out, and the first thing he says, there's going to be some property destruction in Indianapolis tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how's he not get trouble get in trouble yeah. for that? Yeah. Probably, probably he's talking about people's lives. You know what? There was no property <laughs> destroyed in Indianapolis. Too you know cold. What? It was too <laughs> cold. So we didn't get out of the we didn't get out of the stadium until one o'clock. When right after one o'clock, everybody's like, "Let's go get a celebratory beer or whatever." It's like, it's one o'clock, right? And it's cold. But the bars open. Everything was open except the hotel bars. Interesting. And, That's crazy. Uh, Thirty five hundred night. You think they would have been open? And uh, and because I went straight to the there was a Hilton right there. Mm-hmm. That's where we had kept our stuff. So we drove our so we got an Uber and we took our thirty three mile jaunt out to. Our hotel, that was $540 a night. Price to pay. And You knew, uh, you knew that was going to happen. You're going to get money whipped. And I'm going to say it had to be the – I've done a lot in my life. I'm very fortunate and blessed, but that was the best sporting event I think I've ever been So wh- how would you have felt that they had lost? Lot, let's say they lost a close game. Alabama scores on the last two possessions. Or whatever. I, I would have – as long as that play didn't affect the outcome – I'd have been okay with it. It'd have been fine. It was it was fine. There was no fighting like inbreeding. By the way, the other thing that I saw, yeah, what I say, inbreeding. Not just you know what I'm saying. There <laughs> no, I don't. There wasn't people like you go to a I Philly. Think I you know. go to a Philly game, and you're that's always how Georgia you, fans are. They're into that. You go to a Philly game, you wear your Cowboys gear. Right. You never know what's going to happen. Right. That wasn't. It was everybody was, you know, Georgia screaming their fight song. Sure. Alabama went there, but it was no. There was no fighting or any, you know. That one play was so controversial. As long as that didn't um, affect the outcome, mm-hmm. I would have been fine with whatever thing. It but it had great, more intrigue. It was yes, it was great fun. It was awesome. I don't ever have to do it again. Yes, my wife didn't get to go. She's a Georgia fan, so if they go to, she did. She's like Indianapolis. No way. She has to go to um, tropical. But you know, next year it's in California, maybe. Mm. Um, you don't have the same luster. You've already broken the seal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So bring this back to golf real quick. So on the sidelines was um, Mr. Payne. He was the past Augusta chairman. Okay? And he was right next to Vince Dooley, who was the last Georgia coach to win a national championship in 1980. I can't believe he's still alive. So I'm thinking, <laughs> so I'm thinking uh, quarterback. Stenson Bennett? Yeah. The third. What are the chances of him getting an Augusta membership? By the way, he's got a huge NIL agreement with Raising Canes. Okay. They showed him the next day serving chicken at a Raising Canes. Because <laughs> like, I don't think he's a pro-level quarterback, is he? He reminds me of Doug Flutie. He wins. Right. Right? But he's, he's short. 5'11", he, he yeah. wins. Doug Flutie won. He found a career in the NFL. Maybe he's a better backup than... Could be. Than, you know... That, that's a great underdog story, too. Only true walk-on ever to start a championship. True. Uh, if anybody... Yeah. Knew, I'm sure they they did it ad nauseum, but we've been watching it for his career. Walked on, left... Yep. ...to you, go to a junior college. Yep. 
came back with a scholarship, but he was fifth on the depth chart lat when Justin Fields mm-hmm. and Tony Eason and uh, Jake Fromm were on it. He was fifth on the right. on the depth chart for quarterback, and they've got their number one recruit was a guy by the name of Brock Grandergriff, and he didn't. Uh, Stetson Bennett didn't start this year. JT Daniels, who was a transfer from USC, was their stud, and he gets hurt. And Stetson Bennett comes in, and he doesn't lose, and Kirby's like, let's go with the hot hand. They never got him. Every every game I watched this year, and Stetson Bennett would start slow, we figure, okay, we're going to see JT Daniels. Sure. We're going to see JT. Nope. Especially and, at the beginning of the game when he got flushed out of the pocket and just dropped the ball. He, just tried, he well, just well, he's so great, flustered. That was obviously nerves, right? Right. He was wide open. I mean, he was totally flustered. So, But, yeah, it was really, really fun. By the way, it was a, a couple of firsts for me. Never saw anybody throw anything on the field, mm-hmm. and people were just crazy. On the way home, get on the airplane, and there were two guys who refused to put their masks over their their nose. There's a couple and... out. There was a couple of Georgia players that had Alabama championship hats on. Yeah, I saw that. I quite funny. get that. They that just gave them the wrong hats. Yeah, um, and they didn't look at him. Yeah. But I, I never, I've never been in like you hear about all these travel people and the mm-hmm. crazy. And I hadn't seen that. Two guys just would not put their their. Uh, Masks over their nose, and I, I thought, I thought we were. Well, hundred thousand people didn't either. So what the hell's the difference? And that's what they kept saying. I was just at a, I was just at a game where nobody had a mask on. What's the difference? Everybody here went to the game. What's the difference? Well, congratulations. It was a trip well taken, and no matter the cost, it's a life experience, and I'm glad it turned out okay. Really, really fun. And that, and I, I probably had 150 text messages, at, right after the game, and I answered them as many as many as I could. But, I, I always uh, think that's funny when they say congratulations. She had nothing to do with it. It just cracks me up. I, I know it's long-suffering fans and yeah. you, you a lot of sweat equity into it, or but it, it makes me laugh. All right, good stuff. All right, let's do some uh, T-Box trivia. If you tweet me, at Arnett Rick, the correct answer. First one, we'll get a couple of avid golfer passbooks because it's highly coveted, and you'll get them for free. This is Care of Craig. By the way, this is brought to you by Ham's Meats because right now, if you go there in McKinney, they have some, such great meat there. Um, you can get a BOGO, buy one, get one free on their sausages. Today and today only, just tell them either Craig or Rick or the T-Box sent you, and you'll get a two-for-one on sausages. So load up for the for the playoffs. Uh, great stuff out there. Tony Smith does a heck of a job. So Ham's Meats brings you this trivia question. At our net, Rick is the place to go on Twitter. Since 1983, it's a great trivia question, Craig. Who leads the tour in most rounds of 62 or under? Okay? I'll give you a little hint. He's playing this week. How many? How many? 11. 11 times this player has shot 62 or better since 1983. At our net, Rick's the place to go. And up next, let's get to some uh, data dump because there's a lot of stuff going on. Why is Bryce wearing a hat? Why did he stay out of Netflix? Why uh, we'll do a little uh, uh, ode to uh, Tim Rosafort. And interesting, uh, long driver played his first pro round. How did that turn out for him? But before that, Craig, let's talk about Preston painting. Yeah, a new client. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anytime we do a live spot like this and talk to you about a a good company they've got to do good work first yes you jt over at uh advanced Advanced pleasure did your pool pool and we knew how good he was 
Well, Preston Painting, I met this uh, bourbon who's the owner of uh, Preston Painting. He is a, uh, he's done all of the painting for, if you talk about a guy who's been reputable for the last 15 years, he's been doing painting for Perry Homes. So whenever they build a home, they, he came in and painted the house. And But he also has a residential side. So you need your house painted. He's got experts. These are guys who are awesome. And uh, so I asked him, hey, I got a room I need to get painted. Came in and they were professional. They were clean. They did awesome work. They did. Uh, they, they. I love painting a, anything in a house because it's immediate gratification. Yes. God, it makes it look so better. Did a little bit of uh, repair on the sheetrock and a little bit of repair on my outdoor, my little uh, uh, whatever it's on the outside of Barbecue. my house. Barbecue. Um, and uh, did a great job. These guys are really, really, really good at what they do. And it's hard to find a reputable painter, right? There's a million painters out there. How many of them are, re- are reputable? This guy, Bourbon, is great. Go to PrestonPainting.com, and they'll give you a free cl- free quote. Don't cost you nothing. He'll come out there, and, and you'll see how professional they are. They were great with me. So go to PrestonPainting.com. Awesome, awesome. So check it out, and uh, give us a trivia answer. Most uh, rounds of 60 or better since 1983. This player has done it 11 times, and he's playing this week at the Sony. And up next, let's do that data dump. From Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. All right, a lot of answers to the trivia question. Most rounds of 62 or better on the PGA Tour since 1983. This guy's done it 11 times. He's playing this week. Nobody's gotten it yet, and no, it's not Jim Furyk. By the way, he is fourth on the list. He may think him because he's got the most under 60. Yeah, which amazes me. He doesn't look like a guy would ever go low, right? So we'll give this one more uh, segment. As far as you guys getting your uh, answers in at Arnett Rick, we'll mix with Country Force here in a little bit. We'll welcome back Eli, who had a little had a little bout with the with the Roni. So we'll talk about that. Okay, uh, a little data dump here. So a couple things that uh, want to address, but no one thing is a segment. Let's start out with Bryson's hat. So they asked him this week, uh, and he wore the the baseball cap versus the the little Ben Hogan cap during Ryder Cup and all that. And it said, everybody was saying it made him look more likable. <laughs> the other one, which I never heard that at all from about Payne Stewart. Seemed no. like that was his uniform yeah. and everybody. In fact, when I saw Payne Stewart one time at SMU, uh, he was doing some kind of outing and he, he wore khakis and he wore a baseball cap and I walked right past him. Didn't recognize him. So that was great branding on his part. Some reason Bryson says, you know what? It's gonna I think Bryson right now is having a good time messing with the media. He goes, I'll wear it when I feel like it. If I don't feel like it, I won't. You know, that type of thing. So what he why do you say he was wearing the ball cap though? He just felt like it. No. Yeah, like I said, he just it was it was in his in his mood and that's what he did. Tim Rosefort passed away. He was one of the preeminent golf writers. In the business, he was uh, was one of the first guys actually to go from journalism to the TV screen. And he was a big player on NBC during the majors, and he was a big player on Golf Channel. And this is kind of near and dear to my heart because both my parents um, either have or had Alzheimer's. And he was diagnosed. And this is a guy, you you and I talk about working out, staying in shape. He was an ex-football player, an ex-linebacker. Was he really? Yeah. He looked small. Well, he's stout and, you know, back then. Really? I'll be damned. So around 2019, he gets diagnosed. He's starting to forget his lines. He's starting to forget things written down. He start, and he just, he really had to fight it. 
And Brandel Chambly was talking about him one time, and he knew he was kind of going through stuff. And he's watching him do a stand-up. And he says, because Tim, that was perfect. And Tim didn't say anything. He goes, no, no, seriously, that was spot on. You were, it was awesome. And he goes, I was reading off a teleprompter. He couldn't remember it. And so fast forward, he has to leave the golf channel because he can't function correctly. And uh, lo and behold, this, uh, about a week ago, he passes away from Alzheimer's, which is fast. I mean, three years, right? And, uh, and what they say is, I do my research because of my parents, is if it's early onset Alzheimer's, it goes fast. If you get it in your 80s and stuff, it's kind of a lo- slow slog. But uh, R.I.P. to him. That was uh, I always liked his work. I did too. I actually, I actually read him religiously on the. He was on Golf Week mm-hmm. before he moved to uh, TV. Yep. And I really, really liked him. I yep. thought his his insider stuff was really the best there was. He was kind of like the, you know, the Adam. Who's a who's the guy for the Adam Schefter? Yeah, he's kind of like that. But for better. Himself. Yeah. Adam Schefter is kind of like look at me. Tim Rosefort never, was never wanted to be the story. No. He always had two phones on him. He was either making calls, re- you know, receiving calls, and he, d- he was impeccable in his research, never tried to grandstand or make himself Mm-mm. the story. And so a lot of players, one of the greatest compliments you can get as a media member is when somebody asks you, how'd you get his number? How'd you get his number? You know, and that's based on trust, and especially in the golf world. So uh, sorry to see him go, but uh, he meant something, right? All right, Stevie Williams talks about a story where he made a bet with Tiger and um, and Butch Harmon. He could run, this is a Kapalua. So Kapalua, if you ever played it, it's hilly as hell. And some of the, some of the holes are pretty separated, you know, kind of like uh, Bridalwood. Was it five and six? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he made a bet that he could... Go from every tee box to every green, back to every tee box, over nine holes, and do it in under 28 minutes. Think you could do that? I don't think I could. On nine holes? Nine holes, and it's as hilly as hell. So nine holes would be what? Say 4,000 yards? That's, uh... Say you could do it in less than a half an hour. That's, That's two and a half miles? And hills mm-hmm. and everything else. Well, he wound up doing it, but that, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, and then you have uh, Kyle Berkshire, Berkshire. He was uh, one of our cover boys, mm-hmm. long drive champ. Just broke. We're talking about going to Anthony Pure Swing and trying to bring up our ball speed and everything. He just broke a record: two hundred and fifty something miles an hour ball speed. Wow, fastest ever. So he goes and plays in this kind of mini-tour event because that's what all these long drivers do. They want to legitimize themselves, not just to be a one-trick pony. And we played with a guy up at Windstar one time, and he was maybe top 10, top 15. He was 16 or Yeah, 17. young kid. Yeah. And we were hitting literally flip wedges in every par five. Mm-hmm. So he shoots, Kyle Brookshart shoots a 78. Did not birdie any of the par fives. Wow. And it just goes to show you, distance is great, but you better have something else to go along with it. They're able to hit the ball straight. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's one last thing about uh, Kevin not playing slow. Stevie Williams says, 
you know what? You're like a bad movie. Because, you know, you have you watch movies even if you don't like them. And you just watch them because, whatever, self, self-abuse or whatever. He goes, your play is like a movie I never, ever want to see again. Ever. Because he just, because he, he drives people crazy when he plays. I mean, I know how I am. And if I'm playing with a really slow player, it derails me. It, as much as, as a group mm-hmm. behind me is, is rushing us, right? And um, so, I mean, Steve Wayne never had a filter. And maybe that's why Tiger liked it. He took all the arrows for Tiger. He'd throw, you know, photographers' mm-hmm. cameras in the in the pond or mm-hmm. whatever. So I kind of miss him in a way because he's kind of one of the last angry caddies. You don't see too many of those anymore. Mm-hmm. Last thing. So I'm watching Mike Fluff Cowan. He's been on the tour forever, right? Start off with Tiger. God, he's How old is he? He's in his 70s. And he pl- he walked. Uh, no, he Walking didn't walk out because uh, uh, Fierk didn't win. But he's, playing, he's doing this week, right? So I just, for grins, care to guess, again, this is all relative, what Fluff Cowan's net worth is? Wow. I'm going to say it's really low. He's been on the tour for, ever since Tiger started on tour. Yeah. So 97. Well, he he left uh, somebody for Tiger. Peter Jacobson. Peter Jacobson, then Tiger, then he had Furick. He's been around forever, and they're all big money winners. I'm going to say it's less than $2 million. Really good. A million and a half. Yeah. I thought that was extremely low. No. And I don't, th- I don't know if he's ever been married. I don't know. All I know is I just thought, given how many majors he's won, um, I would thought it would have been more. He hasn't won that many. Well, but but his Jacobs never won one. Tiger, he won one with Tiger. But he also won the FedEx Cup with Jim Furyk. That was a ten million, Cup, so he probably got a million off that. And he won one major with Furyk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought that was really low. Mm-hmm. It surprised me, to say the least. Anyway, that's a little. Uh, that's a little. Hey, by the way, though. do you have a trivia winner? Because somebody answered me with the right trivia question, but they didn't follow directions because they of course were supposed they to answer you. Well, let's see here, real quick. Because I want to bring that up because I was. Well, I will tell you, we can tell you the answer now. Uh huh. Since this one guy got it right. The answer was Kevin Na. Kevin Na. Has 11 times his shot over under 62. 62 or better, which I wouldn't have guessed in a million years. That was a care of a Jason Sobel. So here's the, here's the list here. And some of these names really surprised me. Justin Thomas does not surprise me. He's second with nine. Tiger Woods had nine. Jim Furyk, eight. All these other guys have eight. Tell me the first name that surprised you. Scott Piercy. That'd be it. Ryan Palmer. That'd be it. This one. Let me tell you about about Ryan Palmer. Scott Piercy, I remember him going low a few times. I, I love Ryan Palmer. He's a local guy, yeah. and I, I think he's a really good player. He's in contention he this week. played the Sony 19 straight years. And But I don't ever remember him shooting 61s and 60s. No, me neither. Zach Johnson. Hmm. Maybe it's a bunch of John Deere's. Or, yeah. I don't know, but that one surprised me. And the last one, where are they now? Hunter Mahan. Back in the day, guy was an absolute he stud. Was. And it just shows you game. the game can giveth and they can taketh away. Yep. So so there you go. Congratulations to you. Do you have a winner? Cause if... was, it, uh, was it Mitchell or don't bat Bailey? Because I got that too. The first one I got was Mitchell Miller. With Kevin 
No. How many minutes ago? Uh, four minutes. Maybe would you give it? Well, he he didn't follow directions. I got Rod six minutes ago. Okay, we'll give it to Rod. There okay. you go. All right. So you get a couple of passbooks of that. Uh, send him some info so I can get his mailing address. And let's uh, mix with Country Force right after we talk about the greatness of the Avid Golfer Passbook. Uh, the uh, end is fast approaching. Hey, look at this. You've got 70-degree 70, 70 weather this week mm-hmm. in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. What better than to get the Avid Golfer Passbook and get two dozen over, golf balls two dozen golf balls and get over 45 rounds of golf, mm-hmm. all at up to... Oh, almost twenty bucks in savings each golf course. So, mm-hmm. so savings in each one. They're, Even if you're a geezer, you're a senior, you're saving money. You have nine hundred dollars in savings if you're not a geezer. About four hundred dollars in savings if you are. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's nine hundred dollars in savings. Really good courses. Yeah, all you get to do is go to myavidgolfer.com. We have the passbook listed up there. You go, you click it, you see everything you get. Say, I want to buy it. You can buy it with golf balls or without. And if you I buy don't know it, why you wouldn't buy the golf balls? It's two dozen golf balls. It's a ten dollar premium. These golf balls are twenty five bucks a dozen. Mm-hmm. So thanks to the greatness of Srixon. But why not grab them Love and uh, go spend? Go play some really good golf, really inexpensively. By the way, when you're at avid, myavidgolfer.com. Latest issue is up. Really good cover. Mm-hmm. Got our three superstars from Dallas, Will's Outdoors, Scotty Scheffler, and Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got your car reviews, got your restaurant reviews, got your meat Hands reviews. meats in there, yeah. You got uh, all sorts of really cool stuff. So go to myavagolf.com, get your passbook, look around, love golf. There you go. On Sports Radio, 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Oh, I hate this song so much. <laughs> Every time we walk by, see, hear this song while George is winning. This song's for losers. Good job, Jay. Oh, I hate it. It's All right, just... this segment brought to you by the greatness of Crest Cars up in Frisco, Volvo, Cadillac, Infinity. We'll be there at the end of the month, our last Saturday of the month there. Next week will be Union Bear. Love that place. God, I love that place. And uh, a lot of people thank Kern out of your engineering. Great job as always. Back at the station. We have Jay King. Good job on that last uh, return. And Jonathan Dodd. Uh, don't forget PGA Super, uh, Tour Superstores is our proud sponsor. Don't forget uh, Ideal Golfer slash Golf Moose. We've got a bunch of deals up there. Two uh, new good ones coming up next week. Ooh, nice. So take a look at that. Um, oh, I have a question for uh, the listeners. Uh, tweet me at Arnett Rick or email me rick at myavagolfer.com. So... Everybody asks me, what do you want for my birthday? I don't really want anything. But I'm, st- I'm getting it's a couple a nap- weeks, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a Tuesday, actually, but thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks for playing. Um, so <laughs> so when I went over to Pure Swing, I loved all the data you could get. I loved it. So I'm a big range rat, but when you're pounding balls, you really don't have any sense. You have a decent sense. So I'm looking at two la- uh, launch monitors, and they're about 500 bucks. After that, you're spending some ridiculous money for right. what you want. There's two of them I'm looking at, FlightScope, Mevo, and Rapsodo, MLM. If any of you have used those, I'd love to hear your feedback on it before I pull the trigger on one. They have pros and cons on both. So, as um, Ranger Rick, I want to be able to uh, enjoy my time out there and get a little data because, as Craig always says, since I've met him, what gets measured gets done. So That's correct. At our net Rick or, at, or my, uh, Rick at myavidgolfer.com. All right, without further review, let's bring on the Country Force twins, Eli and Todd. Twins, Hi, eh? Hi, T-Box. Eli, back from the Roni. Yes. 
It's interesting, isn't it? You pretty much down, down and out for a day or two, and then you slowly ramp up. Yeah. I had more energy yesterday than I probably have in seven years. Seven years? Yes. Wow. So maybe you have an Omicron. Okay, so I'm getting hammered. Of all things you and I, Craig and I talk about, incessant messages or whatever on tweets, there's no N, there's no R, there's no Omicron, it's Omicron. It's like everybody knows what I'm talking about. Who cares? It's the but, crony. But <laughs> duly noted, okay? Yes. What, whatever that is. So, Craig, I want you, we have our football experts on here. I don't follow, uh, I love watching football, but I don't that. follow it nearly as much as I used to. So, we participate. Craig wrote me into a knockout. Uh, betting knockout for the playoffs for the playoffs. Oh, okay. this is all the way playoffs, through or just yes. this weekend. Okay. Yep. Just big money. Is it, is it just this weekend or are they all the way through? Uh, it's it's all the way through until we lose. Okay, or until there's one team standing. Okay, so but you have so to it's do a it survivor with, pool. Yeah, but yeah. but the difference is here you have to do it with point spreads. Okay. So what are our picks, Craig? We took first team. We took Cincy. What was the point? Spread? Minus six. Minus five and a half okay. at home. It's now six. It's gone and that's up a against half the Raiders. So if that's the case, then we're on the right side. You're, well, you're on the side of the general public, which doesn't yes. necessarily mean that that's a good no. thing. But you are right. on the side that most people are betting. Okay. Then we took Dallas minus three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, they're three now, so people are betting down San Fran. Wrong side of that one. Then we took Arizona plus three and a half. I think we might be the only people taking Arizona. Uh, you know, honestly, they've been bet up to four now, so it seems like everyone's on L.A., but I don't mind Arizona in that game. I'm a huge Ram fan. I have no confidence in them at all. I just think it, it depends on if there's any way to stop Cooper Cup, then you have a chance. If he goes bananas, you're going to lose. But Stafford's Cardinals, erratic. Stafford, yes, he is. Boy, he, he could be re- he could be all pro, or he could be a bum. He could. He'll throw two picks. One of them would be a pick six. That's his. That's his way to last. Yeah. and will look like season. something that an eighth grader throws. <laughs> and the Cardinals have all their uh, players back. Versus yes. when they played the Cowboys. And what's our? That was it, right? That's, that's it a, for now. Pick. Until until we they say, hey, look, you're you're still going. Then we got to make our picks for <laughs> next week. Yeah. <laughs> so. So that's what we're up against. That's how we're going to stay engaged. So as, if you're a Rams fan, mm-hmm. win or lose this week, mm-hmm. you 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 sticking with Stafford for next year? Do I have a choice? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're sticking with him. They, yes. they gave away the farm for him. Yeah. Of course. Him or, him or Jeff, uh, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Yeah, Are right. you kidding me? Yeah. All right, here's my hypothetical. Deshaun Watson gets exonerated from everything. Good luck. Innocent of everything. And you can trade him straight up for Stafford. Do you take no. him? Ooh, mm. he's a lot younger, no. isn't he? Probably. Yeah. I probably make that deal, but hmm. Hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean like you said, to there's a ton less mileage on him. I mean, Stafford every year he's on the injury report with like everything. They're like, oh, he it's his elbow, lot. it's his arm, it's his knee, it's his knee. brain, it's like everything. Yeah, Stafford's yep. 33, Deshaun is 26. And that's a hard 33, dude. He's been buried yeah. mm-hmm. for a decade up there in Detroit. Yep. Yeah. So that 33 is really more like 37 or 38. Agreed. Agreed. You know, an only interesting stat. So uh, Sean McVay, uh, when he lost the last game – Oh yeah, the 49ers. that was, broke his perfect he was record. Forty-three and zero oh. when leading after uh, after halftime. 
Yeah, that halftime he had a lead. The the first, and he had a 17-0 lead at one point. Mm. So that was an interesting stat, I thought. Didn't matter. They still mm. lost. But, uh, yeah, that's always dicey when you're – should you go all in and bet on your team or should you lay it off and bet against them so you'll feel good either way? Well, I think you should – One's kind of a P way You should to do pick it. whichever one you think is going to win. And I don't think you should yeah, this is bet against a certain here. line or a certain I way know. just because you, you'll feel better at the end. There's 200 people in this knockout thing. So you, our, you didn't give us the other three games. You just gave us three. The ones we picked. Oh, oh so you, that, you don't you have to pick all of them? You don't have to pick all of them. You okay. have your choice. You have your choice It was today. one a day. One, one a day. day. Oh, yeah, okay. Ah, day. gotcha. Okay. All right. So, and I keep yeah. forgetting that that Cardinals-Rams game is a Monday night game, which is yeah. – boy, the NFL just can't get out of its own way, can it's, they? Like, wh- it's why? It's super wild why card weekend, that? man. Yeah, and they have Monday's three not a weekend. Sunday. Three on Sunday. I don't. Like I don't get the, three the Monday seven. game. I don't get There's it. There's only one Monday game. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's MLK Day, so it's an extended weekend. Which kind of what times the game on Monday? Seven. Seven it's fifteen. Monday night so, football. But here's well, what here's no, what sucks for the Monday night game Monday. is they're going to have the shortest week. Whoever wins. Yep. Which kind of sucks. In That's the playoffs, why I you shouldn't do there that. Should have been two, and those two winners would play each other. It's Martin Luther King Day. Might as well do a day game and an evening game. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. those two could play each other on next Sunday. Yeah, we'll still watch it. Yeah. I, I don't understand the NFL. Oh, I'll watch. I just – the Monday night game, just – I don't know. I'd, I'd much rather have them all be – do three today, three tomorrow. And that way okay, you've got here's football the benefit, all though. day for both days. The Manning brothers are doing the alt channel on that game. He's also apparently hosting today, according to our oh, really? <laughs> schedule. Did you not see the schedule that was sent no. out by Killer? K- Killer was he, he Killer had, had a he brain had fog. Eli Manning hosting said, with Ty today. He said Ty Walker and Eli Manning. <laughs> I sent him a text. I said, "Well, I mean, I guess if I got bumped for Eli Manning, I can't really complain. It's going to be really, really good ratings for I'm Ty." Just, I was kind of just not really thinking about it. And so. Killer joining us now to explain I just, himself. I don't know. By the way, talking about streaks. <laughs> Every player that has appeared on Peyton and Eli's show has lost the following. It's a curse. Week, hey. Including Aaron Rodgers. Hi, killer. Mm. How about that? Mm. Interesting. So, you're mm. not, so that's a little bit. My funny, the funniest thing I ever saw in there, and I, I find it very engaging. It's, it's fun, is when they had uh, Phil Mickelson on. And, of course, Eli Manning has a, a huge swing simulator, golf simulator in his in his room. And so he gets up there and. And he had Phil do an evaluation of him, of his swing. Phil goes, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. cute. <laughs> Never heard that one before. That's, you a cute that's what you don't want to hear when you're having an escapade with one of the ladies, you never want to hear it's cute. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, I never have either. That's that's the last thing you want to hear is oh, it's it's cute. It's cute. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, just good we'll to have coming back. from the guy about to get married. That's right. Very used to it, pal. <laughs> yeah, get used Better to that, buddy. <laughs> get used to it. All right, so what's on the show today? Stop, oh, so much time. football. Really? Cowboys, Niners, and stuff, and things, and oh my gosh. I mean, it is just chock full of stuff. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Great well, run listening. sheet today. That is an amazing stuff. run sheet. We can talk about the Roni for a couple segments. Yeah, a lot Pass. of Roni talk. Pass. There, okay. All right, fellas, enjoy your Saturdays of the footballs. Have at it. See you, boys. See you. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC.
This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK-AM Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK-FM Flower Mound. A Cumulus Media Station.